Good evening. Welcome to Just In Time Podcast. On today's episode of Girl, What You Say Wednesday, in honor of my mom, Mary Turntime, I decided to invite young ladies, women of all ages inside the studio to ask them questions and get their insight. So let's just jump into it. Ladies, would y'all like to introduce yourself? I'm V. I'm D. I'm Keisha. Thank y'all so much for being here on Girl, What You Say Wednesday. So the first question is, how do you deal with adversity? Well... For me, if I don't feel like I have the proper tools to, I say to, to, to answer right or like to react to it, I seek help from others or whether it's counseling or just casual conversations or programs or whatever. Like I just, I feel like to seek that extra help is. Important. Yeah. Okay. Anyone else want to yeah. chime in? I agree with her on that. Um, sometimes it's not always best to try to handle problems on your own. Uh, I guess seek help from somebody of a higher power or, you know, that could help you. Anybody else? Ms. Keys? I agree with what they said. Okay. So adversity. I mean, it's something that you can't dodge. No. So when you do come across it or when a friend do come across it mm-hmm. and ask you for your, your advice or your opinion, how difficult or how maybe not difficult it is to give somebody an opinion that have dealt with adversity. For instance, racism. Mm-hmm. You know, with Black History Month, eight days away, Martin Luther King they just passed, you know, you see a lot of different racism and a lot of different things as far as race in this world, everywhere, media, in the church, in the neighborhoods, in the community. So if you had someone who came to you and that was the adversity, how would you give them advice? Well, when it comes to racism, um, I've dealt with a lot of racism. So, um, like, I stay out the way. Um, so you say you dealt with a lot of racism. Yeah. So give me an example. Um, well, my third grade teacher... Um, I will never forget that lady, but um, she didn't want to help me, didn't want to talk to me, didn't want to touch me, and I actually got held back from that. Um, my thing was to move and relocate myself. So if I came across somebody that was dealing with something like that, move, uh, get out of the way, uh, focus on your school, books, whatever. But um, I try not to... I don't stir up the pot. Um, I think the best advice would be to to stay in your lane. Okay, stay in your lane. Anybody else want to elaborate? Oh, I agree. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so let's dive into this one. What is a deal breaker for you in a relationship as far as staying or leaving? So what are some things you will put up with and what are some things you won't put up with as far as relationship? What is the deal breaker? Well, I think he needs to be open-minded. He needs to be able to understand both sides of any situation. or He needs to be able to make the correct decisions appropriate. So if, for example, um, a friend, he got into an argument yesterday and 
he was put in a situation where he wanted to fight and his friends wanted to fight as well. And when I talked to him about it, he felt like the only reason why he needed to fight was because his friends were. So like he was kind of pressured into fighting because of that. But I feel like, you know, for a relationship, you need to be able to know when it's no, when you need to say no and walk away from a situation and when you need to retaliate. Okay. So how do you feel as far as a deal breaker in a relationship, things that, you know, you'll stay or things that'll make you leave? Things that'll make me stay, take me out on dates. Um, I feel like dates are very important. Um, it kind of keeps the relationship fresh. Um, sometimes you just need to take that time off to get away from school, work, books, whatever, and learn more about each other. Um, some things that are a negative for me are not having a relationship with God. Um, if I'm constantly in my word growing and constantly making adjustments to make sure that, you know, I'm good, I want my boyfriend's spouse to do the same. Um, I think that a deal breaker for me would be lying. Okay, no one likes a liar. You know, it's hard to believe a liar. Yeah, absolutely right. Okay, so this next question, you know, with me being a father of daughters, is very important. What are some advice you would give young girls that you wish was given to you? Um, that it's okay to be different and that being unique is what attracts people to you. And it's not just making adjustments to your body or to your personality or having this outer shell that, you know, is basically a facade that you think everybody else wants to see when reality it's not. Knowing your worth, knowing that you are beautiful, knowing that you don't need to uh, make body changes or get implants or anything crazy like that to be perfect or to be pretty, so. I think it's important to love yourself and we're all beautiful, beautiful in our own way and we shouldn't compare ourselves to other people in the way that they look. Good, thank you. That's very critical for young ladies of the, the future to hear. So this next one is, do you think this world is built on sex and sex symbol yeah. and why? Um, I feel like that's what's widely advertised. It's in social media. It's in uh, commercials. It's in songs. It's in videos. It's in movies. It's on billboards. It's like wherever you go, it's there. It's people always conform themselves so that you know it. It's to the point where you see it when you're you're walking past somebody. You either see it on their shirt, or their body might look like you know, the the images painted in your head and from, like, billboards and stuff. It's, it's like, how, how, how not? If that's all you see. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So, how do you feel about a young man who's looking to date each and every last one of y'all, but they don't have a relationship with God and they say no to religion? Negative. I'm going to say negative for me because, like I said earlier, if I'm constantly, you know, in the word and making adjustments so that my life is right before God, 
I need him to do the same. If I'm strong in my religion, I need him to be the same as me. Uh, I feel the same way. But I'm not too religious, but I feel like he needs to have some type of religion in him. Because if he doesn't have that, then he'll constantly set me off track from minds or constantly debate me from minds. And it'll just stir up the pot and we won't be able to communicate or have an effective relationship off of it just because you don't have the same understanding that I do. Miss Keys? I agree with the Keys, too. Okay, so would you lie to protect your male, your mate, or your boyfriend from your past? Nope. No. Don't try it. It's better to be real and upfront. Okay. I went to, I went to church with V uh, on Sunday, and with the pastor, one of the things that the pastor was preaching about was your past, and you know, like your past. It's not you; it's what you've been through, and if a person can't learn what you've been through, because your actions and the way you are is based off of your past experiences, so if they don't know why you do certain things then they will never understand you as a person. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Anybody want to elaborate? Okay. So how important is health to you? I think that it's important. Why? Yeah, <laughs> well, why? Well, without health, you're, you have to be healthy in order to live a long life, so... When it's my time to go, it's my time to go. Girl. I eat hot Cheetos and hot wings and <laughs> everything else. With the and ranch dressing. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. I don't, I think it's overrated. I think people put too much, too much into, you know, you should have this or you should have that, you know. So, but it, I don't feel like. So you don't believe in the statement healthy equal wealthiness, wealthiness equal healthiness? No. You know, you got to be healthy to get money. No. If you put in a situation to where, let's say, your health is failing, right? Let's say, like, Which kidneys I was. not working or, or, like, a liver, like, life or death. Would, Almost. Let's say if you do make it out of that, would you adjust nope. your eating habit? Not one bit did I. Oh, baby, I see you six feet under. <laughs> Not once did I. You didn't? Nope. Wow. Not even for a little bit? Nope. So we have one saying that is all the way live to be healthy and to be mindful to be healthy. Then we have a, two individuals saying, eh, maybe, but don't make it a priority. Is that where I'm... I mean, I feel like... Yeah, pretty, like I feel like it's okay to stray away from being healthy every now and then. Like, yeah. you, you need to treat. You need to treat yourself. Okay. But, um... For the most part, you do need it just because you need to make sure that your body is getting what it needs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how do you ladies feel about social media? It has its pros and cons. Its pros are, um, okay, so me wanting to be a teacher. If I'm out the loop on a lot of things, um, I think that I won't better understand my students because, I mean, at the end of the day, they are still kids and they're going to be on social media and they're going to want to do the new coolest dance or 
or they're going to want to, um, you know, be a certain way. And I, I want to understand why they want to do certain things or be a certain way. Um, the negatives are too much time is spent on social media where kids aren't effective in the classroom, where they're not effective at dinner time or with family, things of that nature. I mean, I'm on social media almost all the time. And, I mean, like, I see... I see good and I see bad. I mean, I see, you know. See more bad than good, huh? You'd be amazed, actually. Like, now it's more, it's kind of leveling out a little bit more. Uh, Or maybe it's just because of what I surround myself. Content is important. Right. And so, like, sometimes I'll see inspiration quotes or I might see things that might open my eyes up to, like, more, being more creative. So, like, hairstyles or you know, clothing-wise and things that might help me express myself better without having to say it. Gotcha. But then I see them things to where it's like girls half-naked on the bed or girls taking pictures. Got like like selling okay. incentives. <laughs> <laughs> Going down in the deep. <laughs> okay. Yeah, pretty much. And how about you? I agree. It can be both negative and positive. Can it be draining? Can yes. social media drain you? Mm-hmm. Can you be on it too much? You like physically um, yeah. drain you? Yes. Like you tired? You like you can't? Yeah. Oh yeah, for um, sure. It gets to the point where I, sometimes I just don't even want to pick up my phone. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see. So do you? So do you have? Do you ladies do a social media withdrawal? Like you just leave it sometimes, mm-hmm. or do you always stay uh, <laughs> in the media? Um, you gotta know what's going on in the world. <laughs> She's always yeah. on okay. And, and that's a true statement, though, right? Yeah. You want to know what's going that's on, right. not yeah. just in your community, but it's around like the world. Our news. Yeah, yeah it is. That's it really key. Is. Wow. Man, I don't even watch the news no more because it's so depressing, but you're yeah. definitely yeah. right. Social media is the news, mm-hmm. which it can be sometimes depressing and also rewarding. So, mm-hmm. And I feel know. like it gets both, both points out there. I feel like the news is more so of this is the negative, and you're only going to see this negative, which social media kind of counteracts it like this is the negative and this is the positive Mm -hmm. or this is one person's side of the story but this is the other and it might broadcast something that the news wouldn't want to broadcast Mm -hmm. or to expose okay oh man thank you thank you so much for your insight so this last question or this last two questions is do you think that you have a successful relationship without being equally yoked and i repeat do you think that you will have a successful relationship without being equally yoked? Uh, I think that as long as we have like a mutual understanding of both of our backgrounds and both of our upbringings, then we should have a successful relationship. What about you? I mean, I feel like respect governs anything that equal out to be equally yoked. Yeah. I feel like you have to experience first through the respect level in order to know if somebody can be equally yoked with you. Mm-hmm. I feel like you find those stages out when you're dating, right. yeah. when you're engaged. Right. You shouldn't find that stage. You shouldn't be looking to see if somebody equally yoked to you while you marry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think yeah. that's the flip side. Um, how you feel about that? Well, me... Uh when you say respect, like, you can be my homeboy and we can have a respect 
for each other. But when it comes to marriage, I want to be equally yoked with you. If I believe that Jesus died on the cross for our sins, I would want you to believe the same thing. Um, I think also just morally, the way I was raised with my dad being a pastor, I I want to connect myself to somebody that is raised up in church or is Christian because I feel like if you do, let's say you do connect yourself with somebody that's atheist and you're Christian, at some point you guys are going to bump heads. And I think that, um, you know, as you're, as you're, um, if you're, you're both raised up as Christians, you can both look in the same part of the Bible to determine what's the next step. What do we need to do to make our relationship better? Versus, you know, being with somebody who may not know how to look to the Bible for answers, which mm-hmm. is what I want to do. So I think that I would like to be equally yoked with someone of the same religion background. Let me ask you a question. So, because I see that you're, you're very religious. And yes. So, what if you're, hypothetically. Yeah, yeah, I'm listening. Um, let's say you're your children end up not being as religious as you. Not saying atheists, but, you know, they have some doubt in... That was me growing up. The religion, right. And so what if they never come to really fully believe in the Bible? That's their choice. How would you... Okay. Yeah, I would just... How would you, like, react towards it? You know, would you try to persuade them more into believing it more? Like, would you pressure them... I wouldn't say pressure, but would you, like surround them more with you know god based right people. right right or actions and things you know that'll get them more involved in it or would you just say okay well this is what this is their choice this is what they don't believe in and i'm not gonna try to pressure or force them into having faith i'm gonna speak for myself on this one so my dad being a pastor me growing up in the church, but not really knowing if I believe or not, just going because they were going. Um, it really took me coming to my lowest point and being like, okay, maybe God is real. Maybe, you know, let me dig in the word myself and see if this God is real. Let me try him out. Um, I would have to say growing up in church, I was pressured and I felt like it kind of pushed me away where I didn't want to be in church. But like I said, coming to my lowest point, realizing, you know, maybe there is a God out there or maybe, you know, let me just get on my knees and pray and see if, you know, some of my my prayers will be answered. So I feel like you can, they pressured me, but it took me to get through, go through a lot to really realize, you know, God is real. Um, And I think that comes with getting in the Bible and uh, building that personal building that personal relationship to say, you know, okay, God is real. Like, I'm not going to just sit here and act like God's not real. Or, you know, I see why my parents were pushing it on me because now I'm better as a Christian and now I'm better um, as a person. person. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. This last question is really not a question. If you could have a young female in front of you right now, what would be one thing you would tell them to take away from you? If you don't mind sharing to close us out. Thank y'all again. Um... Wow, that's deep. Yeah. Uh, to take away from me, I would say to learn from your experiences and learn from your surroundings. 
So if if you see, you know, like a lot of people, let's say with smoking weed or whatever, like doing drugs and, you know, they eventually got hooked on to something else, pay attention to that and make a decision based off of you what you see. To make a decision based off of what you see. So if you see that everybody's getting hooked onto it, don't go. Don't do it. And if you see that, you know, everybody's going to church and they're happier with themselves than with their lives, then try to give it a chance and try to attend. You know, just, yeah, basically pay attention to your surroundings. Um, From a Christian standpoint, as a 21-year-old who was a very hothead and thought she knew everything and um, was just very ignorant, um, I would say to get in church um, and read your Bible. Um, you may not understand everything all the time, but I promise you, if you just get in your Bible and um, read it daily, you can, um, you'll get a lot of answers to your questions. Um, we're young and we go through a lot of things. And I feel like, you know, we're, we're always, we're constantly making our own decisions, moving our own way. But what does God require of us? Um, and I think that that's important to know. So that you don't stumble and so that you don't fall and so that you don't make bad decisions. Get in your Bible and ask God, what should I do? Where should I go? And he'll answer you um, if you constantly, continually just um, stay in the Word. Thank you. Would you like to just close it out? Uh, like I said earlier, it's important to love yourself. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, like, I feel like if you open your mind, open your ears, and open your heart, that'll guide you to where you need to be. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to thank y'all once again for being my special guest on today's episode of Just In Time, Girl, What You Say Wednesday. Yes, sir. And I look forward to many, many episodes of sharing with young women and old women and ladies and females from a female perspective because being raised by my mom and she installed in me to always respect females, so I respect y'all opinion. Thank y'all so much for coming on Just In Time. Yes, sir. Be blessed. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, look at that. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if it was like Jim or something, she'd be texting back. She really would, bro. She'd be like,